Welcome to Aw Crap, the Hellboy podcast, the show dedicated to the half-demon hero, hosted by me, Kate Thompson. And me, Mark David Christensen. Yeah, and we have our wonderful Ooh. special guests, Jonathan Marks Baravecchia and Michael Dean. Yes! Hey! hey. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, oh my gosh. it's so wonderful to have you guys back yeah. on. It's a pleasure to have you back on. We what would love to- welcome. Oh, of course. It's just you guys nice been, to see you guys and talk about both. this book, man. Yeah, we're excited to talk about your book, uh, Mariner and Ancient Rhyme. Um, but really, real quick, I want to say that like, we're having you on to celebrate in this bonus episode, simply your book. But the, when you guys have been guests on our Hellboy uh, podcast, you have elevated the discussion <laughs> each time. So that's Thank why you. we're like... Thank you. Yeah. It's not only that you created something that we want to celebrate, but it's all, oh, these guys know what the fuck they're talking about when they talk about other, the medium. <laughs> so it's great. Yeah. Um, so welcome back. Waters, man, run deep. Hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's get to it. Like, we're here to talk about Mariner and Ancient great. Rise. Yeah. Um, it's so cool. Yeah. Good job, feel- first of all. We, yes. I read it. Thank so you very cool. much. It's like trippy and like, uh, beautiful and like sad in a way that's like very relatable and yeah. great. I like, I, I really love it. Um, um, you guys did such telling, a great job, man. Kate, I was telling Jonathan last that I would read it last night for the first time. It felt so, you know, we're on, it's November 7th right now. So last night was before the election was called, but it felt everything about it felt so timely to me of like, yeah. This is where the world is. Yeah. The Mariner. <laughs> Just like specifically thinking of like, um, you know, is it wrong to cut down a tree that will die tomorrow? Like there were some very like thing, things that like felt like echoing in my head. I was like, oh God, this is so haunting. And it just is, a, it's a really beautiful thing that you guys ended up with. It's, I don't know, just good job. Good job. Thank you. Thank truly, you so thank much. you so, so much from both of us. But it's also <laughs> been such a nice uh, experience for people to finally be able to read it because yeah. it's been so obvious how good of a job Jonathan did the whole time. Because <laughs> right. you see the images and you go, great, this looks great. Immediately. And so for people to have read it and, and get those feelings and have those thoughts is like, oh, good. I pulled it off. <laughs> I'm, I've been so worried that people are going to read it and be like, yeah, man, this is pretty funny, huh? <laughs> like, no, no, this thing wasn't funny. This thing wasn't supposed to be. No. Yeah, I thought it was this read like a Marx Brothers. <laughs> it's just like so touching. Um, now, I think you guys have told us this before, but can you refresh us how like how long ago did this kind of start? And um and yeah like maybe like kind of take us a little bit through like the bullet points of your process like getting it rolling like getting it started working together and um creating this book well we we launched the kickstarter for it just over a year ago like like a year and a week ago yeah or or something but michael and i started talking about this I, i michael maybe remembers like another six months year before that yeah, I wasn't a full year, but like a good, it was like, it was like spring shortly after um, we had done Fever Dreams together. We started mm-hmm. talking about wanting to do something else and wanting to do a, a book. Form. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember so, too, when we initially talked about it, um, there was a point where we thought about doing it in installments, like yeah, just doing yeah, a third yeah. of it or something. Um, and I think... Yeah, from the from the actual choice to from the actual choice to do the whole graphic novel to the point where people started to receive it was actually like under a year because That's we were just under. We launched the Kickstarter, and when we were talking about launching the Kickstarter, we knew we needed at least three months of planning. And when we talked about it, I remember being like, "We're just under that." Yeah. We want to push it a little bit, but we were like, no, we're going to launch it at this time. And so in many ways too, it was also a, a very quick like turnaround. Yeah. Wow. Oh, extremely yeah. fast. That's a really, yeah. this is such an ambitious thing to do in such a short amount. I mean, I'm sure it feels long, like the yeah. breadth of this year just feels long, but 
I mean, to do, to yeah. really accomplish this in that amount of time is really awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Also, it's, it's funny because like to, to think back on it, it is a very short amount of time yeah. for us to get it done. But like Michael saying, like I had read it fucking over a year ago. So yeah. I knew it was good. And then my art was done, you know, like shortly after we finished up the Kickstarter and stuff like, so then I'm like, well, the book's done. Let's yeah. fucking like, people don't have it yet. Why do people have it yet? Yeah. Like, well, you know, obviously there's a million other things you have to do, but it was like, man, this is good. And now it's done. Let's get it out. Let's get it out. So it's super exciting now that people do have it and can, awesome. can actually read it and, and, you know, physically hold it. Michael and I talked about this, like just fucking holding it was is gonna be the yeah. most so cool yeah, yeah. yeah. So. it's there was a period of time the world being what it is too where it was like yeah it's done we've sent it to the printer and then we waited how long to get it back from the printer I mean, yeah three months wow it landed Four months. When, like, yeah yeah and it's like and in that time coronavirus yeah. started uh uh black life Black Lives Matter ramped up again. All yeah. these much more relevant and more important things, <laughs> more important were, things happening. were happening. Yeah. yeah. And it, I remember there was one point where I was, it felt like it never happened almost in a weird way. Yeah. And then yeah. to get like boxes and boxes of books on, on my doorstep and be like, Oh, it is. It's real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. yeah. Uh, I mean, it was, a re- I loved getting it when I finally received it. I was so happy. And I am you like seeing your little face in there. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna hold on to that one for a while. Can, can, yeah, can we talk about that? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think my wife, when I told her how much I spent to back it, was like, David. <laughs> uh, but I was like, I can't. I was like, there's gonna be a rarely come a time when I'm like in a position when I can drop a little bit of money to help. And also knowing you guys personally, I was like, I believe in this work. And then I was like, so I dropped the like whatever amount uh, I dropped, like two hundred, whatever to back it and to have my face in it. Cause I was like, you know, that'll be fun. I mean, there really, is, if you were commissioning a, a portrait, if you were commissioning same, a portrait, more more. it would be pretty pricey. Yes. You got uh, a bargain. And yeah, I saw my little <laughs> yeah. face in there. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> I, love there it. I loved it. And I, I, I felt bad because yeah, I think Jonathan had to ask like twice, like, Hey Dave, will you please send me a, your fucking picture? <laughs> <laughs> Try to finish this book. <laughs> yeah. it, was, for you. it was literally the last thing that i did oh my god but was, but, i remember but, too i loved where that word box was i'm dabbing and johnny right now. put you in there and i was like no i like where that word box is yeah, though we gotta yeah. scoot his head over a little <laughs> we had to go back and forth michael and i because yeah. we're done and it, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't just you it was one of the other backers too i was like yo i need like I need photos of you. I'm not making any of this up. Yeah. Finally did them, got the art to Michael and it was like, well, the page looks good already. Uh, where is this going? I'm like, I don't know. Man. <laughs> I don't know. I almost ruined Mariner. Just oh, throwing no. a wrench. <laughs> I've had a lot of people say it's a great book, but they feel a little bit weird about the placement of your head the and it kind of ruined the book. One yeah, page. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My only yeah. note. Like, this guy's this guy's head. This this clearly a short man. He should have not been on the page. <laughs> no, uh, before I forget too, though, talking about the the Kickstarter and stuff, uh, I would re- be remiss not to say and thank also, we had we had help with the Kickstarter. Uh, not yeah, only yeah, sure. um, uh, Maureen, um, uh, Vic Michaelis, and uh, Richard Fleming were all uh, uh, credited as uh, yeah. associate editors because they read through and gave me notes on the script, but also two big thanks to what's a- Abby Walla, right? Yeah. Abby helped us out a lot. Yeah. And my friend so, Brody my friend shot our was, Kickstarter yeah. video, which looked yeah. great. My friend Grant did a little, little music for the little Kickstarter oh, yeah. video. Yeah. 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 We definitely had help with all the Kickstarter stuff. Cause that's its, its own. That's like a, feet in itself like trying to polish the kickstarter yeah. to make it look good enough for people to invest in it like yeah. um that's so great to have help from those people and i mean yeah. it looked beautiful like it looked like you know you want it to look legit and be like this is yeah. a real project that's gonna well, i mean end up being a good final thing before we launched michael and i spent a little bit of time on kickstarter just looking through comic book specific and book specific you know that's and so no smart. shade to anybody, but like half the stuff on there's terrible. Like it's, it's yeah. just or, or, or not professional. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, as long yeah. As it's we, not a mark of the project. It's just exactly, like exactly. Yeah. Did you record this 
audio on your iPhone in your bathroom? Yeah, why, yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> just off like the cuff. This. Why why are you umming and on? Why is this 20 minutes long? Well, yeah. You know, so it makes a difference to people. For sure. Yeah, and it for does. Sure. It oh, does. that's I mean, that's such a smart thing to to not just jump into it because you put you've already put so much work into writing and, and drawing the thing. It's like yeah. don't do yourself a disservice and have the Kickstarter like not do it justice. Yeah. Um, is I, that is there like another step to the Kickstarter now, right? Like will there be more like like how else can people get their hands on the book at this point? Uh, Jonathan and I, I think, are each selling copies on our website, correct, Amanda? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah, there, so you can go to, to I don't know what Michael's website is, but mine is jonathanmarksart.com. And uh, if you live in, in Brooklyn, there's a couple of shops around here that have them on the shelves right. as well. That's awesome. And uh, if you want to go to my website, it's yomichaeldean.com. <laughs> um, we'll we'll say these both again, I'm sure, at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, totally. Just wanted to make sure everybody, like, got their hands but, on it. No, yeah, I appreciate I mean, with, that. With, thank you for that. With COVID and the world being what it is, you know, like, our plans of, you know, independent comics and convention appearances is obviously never going to, or is not going to happen anytime soon. Yeah. It, it so, breaks my heart. We had done, uh, Golden sound. Apple had done, uh, we'd done a signing for Fever Dreams, yeah. um, partially in part to promote the Kickstarter. And we were going to go back and do another signing at Golden yeah. Apple when once we had the copies of the book. And it, I was so excited for that because yeah. it was so cool. It was such a cool experience. Yeah. I was also like excited to just go to like, I go to Comic Arts Los Angeles every year, which yeah. is like a little cool, like indie focused yeah. uh, con out here. And I was like, this is awesome. This is the first year I finally get to table. And then. <laughs> yeah. Such a bummer. Do you it's think sad. like, is there a world where in like a couple of years you would do some kind of like belated, like some kind of run for, for indie comics fans to get a, another look at this or, or anything like oh, that? Sure. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I know Michael and I both, we have copies of the books in anticipation of the convention circuit cool. and, and stuff. Yeah. They're not going anywhere. I mean, I love sending them out to people ordering them, but, but the plan is still when thing, when conventions are, are a thing again, uh, to, to be able to have them out physically with us and, and share it. Yeah. Awesome. But in the that meantime, having said that, order the books from Michael, order the books from right. me. Yes. That's yes. like, that's the only way to get them now. And it is, and it is something that I know we're both order, order one of. from each of us, get one from order either one coast. From each Hell yeah. Right. Get them one, one for each coast. I will uh, say if yeah. you order, if you order them from Jonathan in Brooklyn, um, there's some about the water there. The book just tastes better. Yeah. If you eat the book. It's true. It's yeah. true. You can't it. really, you, I, we've been bringing water from Brooklyn here to Los Angeles and charging yeah. people 10 more dollars for the book. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, it's a soggy book, but. It's a soggy book. It's, soggy it's in book. keeping with the theme though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's Mariner. It's ocean bearing. Uh, exactly. It's so, so cool. I really like want to dive, dive deep really into like your two, your process together, working together. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah walk us through that like yeah the kickstarter we got to this point we can all read it but like how did you guys dynamic work with each other with creating mariner like script wise and if you what are your scripts like michael and then what do you take from that and what's how much leeway and do you have or how how what specific what specificity do you have on your script versus the freedom you have jonathan when you do because you, you you have a fine art take when it comes to to comic books, which I fucking love. It's such mm -hmm. an elevated beauty to it that I can't. I I almost feel like I'm a fucking Neanderthal looking at your <laughs> images. But but if you guys could just speak to that process of you guys as a tandem as a team. Yeah, I mean I'll start with the script. Yeah, um, yeah. I think um, the fun thing about this was I wasn't writing a comic book I was writing for Jonathan, right? There's something that's uh, a lot of fun about that. And even though this is my first like full length graphic novel, it's definitely not my first time writing for a person being mm -hmm. like, uh, like short films or any audio drama stuff. I oftentimes um, am thinking about the person I'm collaborating with and thinking about their strengths and how truly like this was designed for Jonathan to dunk on it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, 
we knew we were going to do something. And I had pitched him on this idea about this dream I had had, which I think I've talked about before. I had, I had a dream. Well, I about, was going to bring it up if you didn't. The, the, yeah. The, yeah. I had a dream about Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner. And there was this line, Jonathan, you always really remember the line better than me, surprisingly. I love this line. I'm not the devil, I'm the damned. This, 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 uh, it's, we, and it, it shows up in the book in a full, uh, a cool spread. Um, but I told Jonathan about this dream. I told him how I had been thinking about this story from English class and how it showed up in a dream I had. And I was like, I think that's going to influence whatever, however I write this, this book. And Jonathan was definitely like, why don't you just push it in that direction? Which was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, yeah, let's do a Mariner thing. And then it was a lot of, I've got a bad habit of like, Jonathan was like, so what's the thing? What's the script like? And just really being in my head about it and knowing exactly what it would be, but like not wanting to let on until I had it on the page. <laughs> <laughs> I get that ownership of yeah. that. <laughs> well, and I'll yeah. interrupt Michael for two seconds because initially yeah, my thought was just like, right, well, let's just do Mariner part two. Let's just extend on Coleridge's poem and just see what happens the next day uh, in, in the, the life of the, the wedding guest who, who initially hears the, the Mariner story. And I think Michael, like when I first suggested that, I don't know if Michael was on board or not, but he was like, yeah, okay, that's a cool idea. And obviously that's nothing at all, like, or not, not nothing, but that's not really where it went. And it was interesting to see like, my not simple but like let's just extend the story idea to to see where michael actually took it thematically and and introducing different characters and different timelines and so when i did get that that not even the final script but like the first chunk of it it was very exciting yeah i mean this is, this is a whole like... new thing this is a different thing it oh. felt crazy to go i went into jonathan's apartment and just like described it at him like for like 45 minutes and then took a breath. And I was like, does that make sense? <laughs> and you were like, oh yeah, cool that's great. Yeah. That's like a nice way to kind of relieve a little bit of pressure too. I think to frame it in a way where it's like, okay, this is just an extension yeah. of the, of the idea that you've had stuck in your head for that many years. So without putting too much pressure on it, what would happen the next day? I think that even if that's even if something else evolved out of that, that seems like a nice jumping off point to to at least just get started. To me, yeah, and I I think it took the form that it did, right? Because I was very conscious of like I I um I think a lot you uh, Mark Kate, you're both improv people, <laughs> and I do I do I actually done a little workshop about like using improv. Uh, principles for writing things and it was a lot of if this then what <laughs> yeah yeah that's the whole that's like where the whole book blossomed out of and it was for me coming to the core like justification like not not making lateral moves but going to like what the justification of the original um poem was was this whole meditation on guilt and the regret of a choice right Mm-hmm. But it was from the perspective of, as brilliant as Coleridge is, it was from the the perspective of just somewhat like one specific uh, white dude in in like centuries ago, and so it was like motivated by a lot of his Catholic guilt. Me and Jonathan, both being Catholic boys, also have <laughs> a lot hey, of. Catholic <laughs> I think we talked about this. Hey, too. Yeah. this I think resonated. We about this last time I was on. Yeah. yeah, this I shit more, resonated. I, I had Mormonism, so I didn't get the guilt. I just had the weirdness of it all. I'm sure Mormons make you feel fun, guilty. Yeah. Well, they they guilt, but it's. I think it's. Yeah, they, there's guilt, but it's different. Yeah. Catholics are famous for it. But just like looking at like what what is the myriad of ways, um, and it's like an incredibly universal thing of like the myriad of ways that we experience guilt and regret across society and why some people feel it one way and other people don't. And the core of all of that for me um, was a question of like, yeah, you're worried about all of these things because you're afraid of what happens when you die, which is then where we got this like sort of death personification character who sort of, uh, strung it all along shows us in the like in the early moments when when in my mind uh, early humanity starts to become conscious of death 
and then starts to be conscious of their their choices and then we see how that splinters into multiple people's experiences of that before it all comes together to try and ask the ultimate question of like what's all of this for so yeah some deep shit that i i was telling jonathan before we started recording i was like i finished it i loved it and i was like oh i know that i'm gonna like finish everything that i put on pause to read this because i know as soon as i'm done with that other stuff i'm coming right back to it because it was just because it just hit so it's it's heavy but not in that sense of like a drag or to Mm -hmm. get through but just goes it just is so clear and resonating through that poetic language that I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is all feels true. I just need to come back and, yeah, and it visit it and explore. Multiple readings. I, think I mean, so. having, having read it a million times yeah. myself, you know, when I was working on it, it's, it's, it resonates. Yeah. It's like dense, but in like an intriguing way where you're like, okay, I, yeah, it definitely deserves a second pass mm-hmm. at it. And, and then taking that, it, I mean, that second multiple, you know, it's, yeah. It, it's just so cool. Like two's probably enough. Two, <laughs> two, and then you're good. <laughs> two, and then I'm gonna put it in one of those. Uh, no, those, it's just it really is local like mailbox mailbox uh, libraries. Just kidding. I, I think I think that I think that what lends to that too is like it feels very poetic to me. So that it's like it is like listening to a song. Like you could listen to a song 15 mm-hmm. times and not get sick of it. Like that's what it feels like, as opposed to like you are just reading this just to find out what happens to the plot it, it like in xyz like you know it's kind of like it's that's what i mean as far as like its density it feels like there's so much that you can return to and continue to see that, that you didn't notice before and, um just such a cool achievement like you guys did this yeah. so fast it's like baffling to me <laughs> I think it's a testament speaking of what you're saying too that it's like dense but easy to move through is a testament to jonathan's artwork I think, again, talking about like writing for a person, it's like, I'm not an incredibly, I'm not a a poet, uh, even though there is a poetry to this, but I knew, and Jonathan had just, Jonathan and I had discussed a lot, like the surrealism lends itself to it really being a visual poem in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. That poetry is there in the form. So that's a great well, and and yeah, I want to hear from Jonathan on that. Yo, go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say, I mean, that's, that was, and we even talked about this on the Kickstarter, like, like the, the, not the point of Mariner, but, but intentionally Mariner was meant to be a sort of love letter to the comic book, to, to the, to the combination of the words and pictures and how they can work together to make this very unique thing. Uh, and I think that we were very conscious of that. Making yeah, we, it. we had, I mean, we had done fever dreams together and fever dreams. We also described as a love letter to comic books. But the cool thing about Fever Dreams is that um, Fever Dreams, uh, uh, Jonathan had written two of the stories, I'd written two of the stories, and then uh, there was an adaptation of a Percy by Shelley poem. Um, and the uh, different forms that took like, were sort of a deconstruction of comic books in certain mm-hmm. ways. And it was cool to then, um, on the things we had collaborated for on that, um, like then treat this as a... Whereas that was a deconstruction, like a construction of something more interesting, mm-hmm. I think was what we sort of found. Oh, yeah. And so what and, did and the page Dreams look just oh, by yeah. its nature was was as a collection, as an anthology, you know, shorter stories. And in Mariner, you know, there are whole passages where Michael and I were very conscious, like this is a Dave Gibbons, Alan Moore, Watchman nine panel grid for, for yeah. a dozen pages because following that is an open sequence where I'm not going to use panel borders at all, where we're going to explore the imagery separate to Michael's script. We're, you know, like, and we were able to play with that just by virtue of the fact that we had more, it was a longer form story and we just had the space to do so. Yeah. And speaking of that too, that's what, uh, like the script itself was, like 40 originally just like 40 45 really dense pages of then this happens then somebody says this then this happens here's like some prose would you say Um, it was like similar to like a script that would be used for uh, like television or movie or film or something like that no no uh no because i mean then that is how you would traditionally write a comic book right Mm -hmm. normally it's page one panel one panel two panel three dialogue 
And I think this is where Jonathan and I's uh, collaboration flourished the best was I didn't want to be like, and on this page, there is one page and it looks like this. Yeah. I wanted to put the whole story down. And then we sat, sat down and broke it, uh, broke it up together and sort of uh, found some of, some of the visuals and some of the visual language together mm-hmm. before, obviously, Jonathan is the one who really does that. But yeah. Well, but, but I mean, that's, that was what I was going to bring up was Michael and I went through the whole script together. Like you said, it yeah. was a good 40 or whatever pages. And we literally sat down page by page and I'm, I'm using my hands like this isn't a fucking podcast, uh, <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, went through, through the script and, and broke it up like, well, this, these three sentences, this is a page and the imagery on that page is X, Y, Z. Then the rest of the next 10 pages is really just one image. And that, I mean, not that actually never happened, but like, you, you know what I'm trying to say? Well, we went through everything totally. together and butt heads a handful of times and agreed on, on a handful of things. But ultimately... I remember negotiating to be like, can this be a spread? Can this be yeah, a spread too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like what works and what doesn't. And, uh, and, 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 you know, we each have, like, wanting to make the best comic book we can, but with different... We, we have different priorities, or, or, or every once in a while would have different priorities with, like, you know what works here as an image is is this and michael would sometimes agree and sometimes he'd be like well that's that's as maybe but thematically the point of this passage is this other thing and and that was really interesting because michael and i know each other and our friends and had that sort of luxury to just sit down and be like well i think this he thinks this and together we've made something that's even more 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 than you know yeah there's something incredible too about like, yeah, I would come to it and I'd be like, no, why? Like, again, like John said, a little bit of butting heads only because it's like, no, this is the thing we got to focus on. But then Jonathan would point something out to me that would be like, no, yes, that's now this is better because there's the two perspectives in on it. And it's mm-hmm. like, I hadn't even thought to showcase this piece of the image in that way. So then that's the so page cool. is better yeah. for it. Yeah. yeah. I wish I had a real specific, Michael, do you, do you remember any like things that we, that we didn't agree on that, that we, we were, cause I, I remember, I don't remember yeah. specific pages, but I do remember the experience of both of us like drumming our fingers and being like, well, fuck this and this and this is that. And then after 20 minutes or whatever, be like, whoa, d- yes, yes. You just out of our minds this about fucking, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> we, we cracked it and this works. And I've got, I mean, I've still got this Michael script yeah. with all of our sketches and notes and like underlining and, and. That's so cool. Cruise, I just remember we'd cruise through some pages and then other pages. Yeah. Like you said, we'd be, we'd spend 20 minutes being like, what if we saw him from above? No, nah, that's dumb. What if we saw him yeah. from the side? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But that's simple, a testament too to like, like how well you guys work together. Like the, yeah. this thing is like greater than the fucking sum of its parts and shit. Yeah. And like, and you also say, don't, you don't, you're not like holding some like kernel of anger about a thing that you liked, yeah. you know, you guys ended up like, Oh, I think that happened. But what I really remember is this positive feeling of yeah. us coming to a conclusion yeah. and like making this awesome compromise for that's collaboration, know, whatever the page may be. Yeah. Sorry. This, what were you saying? Because, no, I was just going to say, this is dumb, <laughs> but, <laughs> but truly like be, because we would have those long periods of time where we were like trying to turn some over, but because we were friends, there was also like, God, there's at least five or six pages that exist that were like, uh, then he's got a big, big wiener. And we draw. <laughs> we <laughs> draw. Sure, you gotta do that. Yeah. You gotta put a couple of big wieners. Once you're working, once you've worked together scribbles. for like an hour in a, any given day on anything yeah. creative, you're just yeah. like, and then his dick is big or something. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that's sorry, where it goes to. This on being 13 year old boys. <laughs> Kate is the most 13-year-old boy I've ever, like, hung Yeah, with. I'm like, it, that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. You're just, like, sick of drawing one night, and you're like, your eyes go crossed, and you're like, I don't know, there's a dick on it. <laughs> the end. The end. I'm sick of this right now. But, I mean, it just shows that you guys, like, yeah, it just feels so cohesive. It's almost like, it feels like one person worked on it, you know? Like, that's how, yeah. that's how much it it just like feels like one solid idea 
Well, I what think a- I think comic books is traditionally a collaborative medium, but honestly, the fewer people you can have working on the project, I found the better. Yeah. Uh, and there's an artist or, or a cartoonist, an illustrator and a cartoonist named David Magicelli, who I'm sure you guys have heard of, who famously insisted that he be the last person to 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 physically hold the pages so that he would go over that everything looked the way that he wanted it to look. If he wasn't doing the coloring and separations, he still had to have the last eyes on it to make sure that when it went to print, it it, it had his approval. Yeah. And I get that. And then I think that like collaborations are tough sometimes, but like the fewer people and, and, and like Michael pointed out, rightly, we had editors, we had people helping us with Kickstarter stuff. We had, you know, a, a myriad of people in our corner, but, but at the end of the day, the vision of two people is is easier to uh, sort of reconcile than a bunch of different creators trying to put a spin or trying to put put a, a voice on a thing. Totally. And it feels truer, too. Like, it mm-hmm. feels, you know, there's no, like, falsehood in it. Like, there's no, like, compromise that I can see that was made where, like, somebody really had to concede their mm-hmm. vision for the thing. Right. It just it just feels, like, complete and true to both of both of you. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. I, I would Good say job, you guys. <laughs> something I loved about reading it, and it's this is this is very specific to me, maybe and dumb, but I, I knew I was in love with reading it because it felt like I kept having this weird ebb and flow of like the page. I'd get like really engrossed with it, like this, getting the page close <laughs> to my eyes. Mm-hmm. But then I would come up to this panel, like especially this one where you're talking about that Gibson. Uh, where it's like the all mm-hmm. the different the, the nine panel grids, the nine yeah. panel grids, and we and then you get to this one where I started looking at it from that point of view, but then I had to literally physically pull it away from my face and then just be wow by oh those are all him, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I know that's dumb and basic, but it's like no, no that was how the, the story no. kept doing for me. For that sequence specifically, that's exactly what we wanted. Yeah, that's one of those that. moments too where we were like banging our heads against the wall and we were like, okay, and then this page is just one big panel or it's a bunch of little panels. And that was when I remember we got psyched about like, oh, yeah. what if it all comes together in a way? Yeah. yeah. It totally works. And I think the scale, like the scale of it too is great. Like, of course, you just want to see your... Jonathan's art as big as possible too but that feeling of like going from the smaller panels to this enormous page where you kind of get like you want like the breadth of the ocean for your story in this and it's like it totally works with this big ass (laughs) like when did you pick like the size of like when did you like land on how big this thing was gonna be okay early days you know I'll be completely honest too I'm a big Dave McKean fan and it's a that's a, a size that he's done books yeah in. It's like that's it's what great. I want yeah, yeah. hell yeah well, I, I mean it's so great it yeah. it needs it you need like your work you like need this scale to really appreciate like all of the little details throughout Good job. Good idea picking that. I love love how much this is like me and Jonathan get to sit here and just be like, thank you. Thank you. you." As you should. You put the time in and the work and it's it off. I mean, I think the scale is very prevalent in like a panel I'm holding up right now uh, where this guy's look, um, the Mm. man who's been hung, just spoiler. (laughs) And his like look it's like, yeah, the panel is like, I'm focused on his eyes, but without the scale, it's just, it wouldn't be as powerful as I'm getting off of just that one page. Yeah. I love it. Right. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> cool, man. And then like, it, this really does fall in that thing of like, yeah, I know these two guys and we've had them on our show. We know them personally and we love to like support you, but you know, we all have had those times in our lives where we have friends create stuff and we support it, but there's always a thing like we have yeah. to like, we have to navigate through that, that thing of that field, that minefield of like, okay, I'm going to praise it to them, but then I'm probably <laughs> yeah. not going to tell other terrible. people about it. Yeah. yeah. Or it's just not yeah. going to hit for me, even yeah. if it's terrible or not, but it's yeah. so delightful when you come upon something that you go, Oh, if I would have just picked this up without knowing you two, I would be saying the same thing. Yeah. It's so enjoyable. And Thank that you. is That's only a testament to your guys' work and yeah, your, yeah, really. your dedication. You. Yeah, to yeah, I, I, yeah. We appreciate that. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I had no doubts, honestly, going in 
about the quality of the thing we were going to make. And I think that's yeah. why ultimately, like we were talking about earlier, I was just so excited for people to, to get it, to hold it and to read it, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. thank you. Cause, I mean, cause I understand, I, I hear what you're saying too, with creative friends or living in LA. I mean, like yeah. I lived in LA for a long time and everyone's got, Everyone's doing a thing, and, and some of it is good. And so, right. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. So, This I is probably like a boring technical question, but no, with please. with the like finished pages, like, Jonathan, are you sending your like original works at any point to a printer? Or like how, no. I guess like how, I'm curious about that step of it where like once you have a page complete, what's your step after that? No, so yeah, so, so. I'll backtrack to like Michael and I would have our, our, our meetings and lay stuff out and plan stuff. And then I would paint the pages and they're, they're painted at probably about four times the size of the book. So wow. they're, they're wow. about, I think they're like 15 by 20 or so. They're pretty big. I yeah. just scan, scan them in pieces. I clean them up. And then uh, I gave, I got digital files to Michael who actually was the one who did the lettering. Oh, wow. And so yeah. then we had a digital copy of the book, which was like the biggest file fucking in the world. I can't and imagine. That's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's what, what we ultimately would send to the printer for their proofs and for their uh, breakdown. Oh. oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So I have almost all the original pages still. Awesome. And Amazing. Yeah. So cool. you have a, you have you have my face sitting in your apartment. Do you know what I I was thinking I was I I should have sent it in the book. <laughs> no, yeah, because it could have gone in there. I, yeah, I don't know. I'll I'll send it to you because I do have. I mean, that's very nice of you to do somewhere. that. I'll give no, it as I'll give it as and a I gift to it. my wife. Yeah, <laughs> Put it in a locket for Beth. <laughs> yeah, there you go, a giant locket. <laughs> uh, so Michael, once you would get those and do the lettering, yeah. you guys are just sending it back and forth to each other kind of like yes yes like checking off on each page basically pretty yeah. much cool. yeah. yeah we uh it was important to me or to both of us but but yeah. my i didn't want to to be holding michael up with art stuff so we we made sure that we laid out big chunks of stuff so that i had a little bit of wiggle room great. Uh, and then could get it to michael for for the lettering that's great i love and, it uh, and it looks great. I mean, like, I know Mike can speak to this more, but like it's it's digitally lettered, but in such a way as it looks traditional. And he, I think, initially was hand lettering and then came, you you built a whole font for it. And yeah, I hand lettered most ask, of it. I was going to ask because it looks I, like um, that. I, I, yeah. hand, I hand lettered a bunch of it and then wound up making a font from my handwriting for yeah. it. And Whoa. would still on specific passages. That's what's so fun about writing and then getting this beautiful art back and then lettering on top of it is because I do get to, it's like in, in terms of like film, it feels like getting to write the screenplay, but then also getting to show up and like direct people's delivery, like how all the, how, how all the text falls, how like I try to make some things bigger or smaller for emphasis. Um, I went through, I, I studied a bunch of like Todd Klein stuff and yeah, made nice. specific glyphs for like when two E's are next to each other they would automatically connect in a certain way. So it had a nicer flow. That's or awesome. Sometimes if there's multiple O's, do like different sized O's. So that way it had a, like a ooh to it. It makes the appearance of that. like being more hand drawn. What, had yeah. you made a font before? No. And I, this is something <laughs> I love to do. I love to go, yeah, you know what? I will just figure this thing out. Oh my, that sounds <laughs> hard. For you. What do you, yeah. you, what program did you, were you like in Photoshop, like scanning your own? handwriting or um, like yeah there's actually a, a handful of ways to go about it but i wound up finding a website where it gives you a sheet that you go through and fill out every single thing and the longer part was doing um just like little specific glyphs and things yeah uh, glyphs are when two in case the listener doesn't know when two letters are next to each other sometimes they merge cool um into like a different uh yeah so that varied it it made it feel a little more hand lettered and a lot of places it is still hand lettered because i wanted to really focus on something cool that's yeah. that's awesome you can feel it through every little everything just touched so well you can i think that one of the things with especially with the, my art 
style, it can be very jarring to have sort of a, a stiff or stock lettering put on top of it. So it wasn't. It was important for us to have that sort of organic uh, quality to it. Hell and yeah. I was it, there, there's there's something terrifying. Again, me having seen the artwork in person, knowing it's four times as big as what you wind up holding. And it feels like uh, it took a second to get going on it because I was like, it feels crazy to draw on top of a painting, right? <laughs> it feels crazy to just boop, beep, boop, like type on top of a painting. And so I tried a bunch of different um, word bubble styles and things. And they all felt like trying to reinvent the wheel. And really the word bubbles are just regular word bubbles. That's what it landed on. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, that's clean. It makes sense. It's always made sense. I guess like as far as a love letter to a comic book too, it makes sense where it's like, this Mm -hmm. works for so many, Mm -hmm. this works for comic books in general. And it's such like a known element of comic book language. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think like what you guys ended up with, I think it, it completely works to have like, a standard like word bubble or uh like these caption like squares or whatever yeah i think it's great that's awesome that's yeah. great to hear okay. i did all this stuff where i was t- i was like what if i was trying like different i was downloading different paper grain textures and <laughs> trying to put textures in the word bubbles and <laughs> yeah. make them specific to people and i was like this is too much yeah <laughs> <laughs> well that's i think sometimes it's like that thing i'm like watching i mean you watch like the uh the baking show, uh, whatever it's called. Um, Great British Bake Off. Great Bake British Off. British and then now, I'm, oh, now I'm watching the pot- the pottery version of it on HBO oh, Max. What? Yeah, there's a pottery one on HBO Max. That BBC it, did? No, it's, it's the, the same people that made the baking show. The same made, bakers? They just yeah, there's some pottery now. Yeah, it's the same bakers. Yeah. The pottery is bad because they all just know pastry. They yeah, don't know what they're doing. Really fucking, I don't know why they did it. Paul Hollywood doesn't know pottery, but he still comes in and he comes down on them hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. on all this terracotta. I highly suggest both. But I find it interesting that a lot of times what they judge is people not knowing uh, and just any of these sort of like art, artistic venues, even glow up as another sort of garbage show that I liked glow up, but like a lot of the things they would always say is like those people that are making those things, knowing when to stop, knowing that like Mm. going too far or what is not an is going, putting too much into it. So Mm. I think you calling that out like, yeah, you knew like, Oh, this is too much. Let's bring it back. And then you made made them simple and therefore it made the book better Mm. for that with those specifically your word bubbles. Yeah. I think, I think so. And I saw some of the some of the more elaborate stuff that Michael was doing and it was great but it didn't yeah it didn't it didn't work just like some of the stuff some of the whole pages that I did we decided this doesn't work and so there's whole pages that you guys haven't even seen brutal sequences that must have been a tough feeling though to be like done that and be like (laughs) we can't use this I mean I know I, I was trying like I was like well what if we like Maybe this is the. Uh, and it's like, it also feels like I know the thing I'm thinking of is like early on I was like mm-hmm. we we're we're moving so quick we gotta like show more and then like mm-hmm. let you flourish later in the book, but it feels crazy to be like yeah this is beautiful art I I do you want me to put it up in my house for sure but <laughs> yeah. for the the flow of the story yeah. I would love to put it up in my house but yeah. for the flow of the story like it's a tricky it's a tricky yeah. thing. Yeah. Totally. When I think we wanted for the Kickstarter specifically, we wanted to have a good chunk of art to, to show off. And and I just decided, I was like, well, I'm just going to do whatever this, this sequence that makes sense to me that just wasn't anything really to do with the story. Uh, so it yeah. didn't make it into the book because it, yeah. nothing it's, it's, it looks cool. I think. <laughs> yeah. I guess, yeah, that it like serves its purpose. That's you want to show people like, this is my drawing flex and you can all appreciate that this will look good when it comes out. But that's also somewhere now. Yeah. That's the sign of a good artist. That's a sign of a good artist and a good storyteller knowing that's like, yeah, I want it in because I want to, I love my work, but to know that like that is going to just damage the whole. Yeah. So you willing, uh, no matter if that's cutting writing or an image, that knowing both of you making that decision again just raises the bar of the thing and and as a whole love it thank you that's cool it is a cool sequence where like the mariner's on the dock and then he like 
yeah. uh, like throws up bird bones and it looks so it looks like albatross bones <laughs> wow. it looks so cool it just didn't it didn't fit the framework of the story yeah yeah, yeah. well one day 10 15 years from now there's going to be an anniversary hard hardback and you'll yeah, just yes. throw that all in there. we'll get the sketchbook at the end <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Uh, there's so many there's drawings that michael did too i gotta find Ooh, them oh yeah love <laughs> i love that um and i thought it was great you were saying like you felt like you're a writer director and then you it's almost like because i i tend to because they're probably my two favorite mediums in the world is film and comics yeah they kind Same of, reason. for me, they slide in uh, with each other. So it does feel like you guys' relationship is a writer-director, DP sort of a relationship. And I'm currently very obsessed with Roger Deakins' podcast, and it feels like the best Deeks. relationship is that thing of like that collaboration of like letting each other do their job. Even though the DP's there to be like, I'm helping you find your vision with this. It's letting the DP go letting him just fucking do his job <laughs> trusting actually, that th this person you're working with is so talented that they are going to dunk on it you don't yes. need to yeah yeah i think trust is, is exactly the word yeah yeah you know i mean from from deciding to do a book to today you know it just takes yeah michael's gonna get a script I, i've read his stuff before i'm sure it's gonna be great and it was he trusts that the art's gonna be good and it was it, it i think yeah. yeah i mean yeah so great um it's well, easy making comics is easy <laughs> yeah it sounds it's so, so when you're basically we want to say we're two geniuses it's so easy <laughs> <laughs> far from well with yeah. that said i i do want to uh, <laughs> i didn't cry at all <laughs> no i bet you did i bet you didn't at all uh we you're literally did both cry <laughs> of course of course this is like this is put, it feels like something that it. you guys put so much of yourselves into like oh thank you and i'm sure yeah. that there are plenty of roadblocks just like getting it done in the first place and then like having to having to like really polish it with two people's eyes on it that seems like a lot of like room for scrutiny of your own work. And it's like, I, I can't imagine how much it must like bog you down for a little bit, but I mean, obviously you guys got it done in this like pretty cool amount, like yeah, not too bad amount of time, I would say. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Good fucking job. This is so cool. Yeah. I have a broad, yeah, hell yeah. A broad hell question yeah. to sort of bring us down, just to get us to wrapping up, but a broad question, but I'm going to ask it with with a very specific framing so me and Kay off out outside of the podcast have decided that we're going to try to attempt to make our <laughs> write at least one issue of a comic book <laughs> she's going to art do art for it so i wanted to ask you guys for tips what would be a tip that you would give us and then that is bro go broad you don't have to be specific but that's I guess why like i'm to asking anybody making I, starting to make their starting own comic to make book. something just their first attempts. Where what was a tip you would give them to be like, this will help you out. Uh, uh, Jonathan, I feel like we're both we're both squinting our eyes and thinking about who who wants to go first and the other one say what. I'm sorry if it's if it's a dumb question. No, uh, it, no, I, it's not a dumb question at all. Just big. Say this like a little thing is just like the fact that you guys are doing a single issue. I think is is uh, brilliant because I often compare this to a relationship, and it's like. Yeah, it was so nice that we got to do Fever Dreams before we did Mariner. I think if we just did straight into Mariner, that would be much harder. Mm -hmm. And I think uh, we got to feel out and understand uh, there's definitely a difference between being friends and being collaborators. Mm -hmm. um, you get to know the other person more in different ways. And... Um, their flow, their priorities um might be different in the way they work and so i think a first issue is a, 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 like a, something short like that is a really smart way to go into things mm. feel it out yeah i love that i think yeah. that's good i i uh i would say this is going to sound like a dodge but it it's never been easier to create comics than than it is now with with web comics being such a big thing Love and I, my suggestion would actually be, I don't know if you guys are trying to make a physical thing or a web thing or, or what, but lean into that. And, and like Michael was saying, to, to establish a relationship 
since you are working with people or since you're working with each other, since you're working with people that you know, use that as an opportunity to explore what that relationship is like for, for you two specifically and how that translates into the stories that you want to tell. Those are yeah, I think great. I love right. that. Both yeah. of you nailed it. I love it. <laughs> and, and you know, draw every day. Yeah, I mean, it's it's honestly this is the the thing that I think Mike and I've talked about, and I've talked about with with any number of people is like you can't help but get better at a thing if you do it all the time. You're yeah. only going to be not even successful. You're only going to be involved in comic books if you love comic books because there are so few people that are making real money off of this. There are so few opportunities outside of options for film and tv to to make real money off of this you're doing this because you you love, love to it. you have a comp a, a compulsion to do it i mean if you're if, if that's not how you feel and and that's fine if that's not how you feel but it, but if that's not how you feel i would question whether or not this is a thing that that you need to be doing and that's my opinion and not necessarily translatable to to everyone but just because like I mean, it takes it. We joke. It's a ton of fucking work. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, as quick as we did get this out, I was at this table for, you know, 10 or 12 hours every day. Sure. Michael, I know, would text and call me at fucking late nights with how does this look? Or, Let, let's change yeah. this. Or, you, you know, like it takes for fucking ever. Uh, and so and if it, you love it, then that's fine. But if you don't love it, then you're going to get frustrated quickly. Yeah. And uh, I, I think, too, like, speaking of that, it's a lot of work. And truly, like, as much work as we did, like, I'm, I'm a lazy person. And I think, <laughs> it, <laughs> I think it, it, for me, I have to really, really, I'm a lazy person. And that makes me be a hard worker, I think, because I have to really, really love a thing to cook on it, if that makes yeah. sense. Totally. So I overthought and like every single step along the way. Yeah. If that makes, yeah. Just yeah, torturing yourself that. a yeah. little bit. Yeah. That's great. I love yeah. that. That's part of like pretty much all of our creative processes. I think a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's human you nature. Know. Yeah. Especially with something like, I mean, you guys had worked together before, but this is like your first very, very big ambitious project. So I'm sure it was like your probably looking at every single thing like wanting to get it exactly right yeah. which yeah. is no for sure nearly impossible but you guys you guys did i i just think it's so awesome like i don't know i can't say i know I'm you're so saying glad. i i can't say enough thank you for like yeah. how, how much each yeah. of you have gushed it, it really rules and it's very very sweet to hear totally <laughs> it's all true hey, so i believe great. it it's cool <laughs> um i i loved it i loved it so much like last night that it made me like I, I, my Blu-ray isn't set up, but immediately finishing it, I was like, even though I knew I needed to go to bed, I was like, I really love this so much. And it made me think of one of my favorite movies. People might dislike this movie, but it was like, this reminded me of Tree of Life. And I wanted to watch it so bad after watching it, reading it. But because I didn't have like the access to my Blu-ray, I just listened to the soundtrack through half, like through like most of my half of the reading it. I just listened to the Tree of Life soundtrack mm. as I was reading it. It definitely I've never made me seen like Tree of Life in my life, and so now I'm like, <laughs> I want to watch it and see oh, what. Go it's yeah. so... like poetic and fucking. I mean, some people hate it. It's one. It's what I think Terrence, Terry Malick was like working towards, and then he became sort of. Eh, you, I have opinions about his work after it, but <laughs> <laughs> I immediately like uh, have this Leviathan book. It like made oh, me think shit. of like other comics <laughs> where I was like, this would be like yeah. a good double feature, like. Um, and this is just Leviathan by Jens Harder. And it's just like, it's like entirely without, almost entirely without text, but also like another like nautical sort of a theme thing. Um, that's what like, I wanted to do with Michael. I said, Michael, don't, don't, no words. Just a bunch of fish. We don't even need the people in there. <laughs> in a bird. <laughs> it just felt uh, so cool and like that and um silver surfer black i was like it just made oh, me want it made me want to like pick up more comics i was like yeah. this is because oh, that's, that's I could very exciting i think jonathan and i Thank both you. Oh, you just shorted out both of our brains yeah. for that one <laughs> I, I, is incredible yeah it really Ooh, was Cakes. like it felt like going on like these journeys with these people and like 
the same kind of level of like the depth of space and the depth of the ocean that you guys kind of had. Like it, it did remind me of this other story. So um, yeah, it like, I guess in that way it worked too as a, as a love story for comics because it made me want to like pick up other, when I was done it, I was like, where's more comics. That's I want to awesome. go read some Hell more. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. yeah. I like had them right there. I was like, I got to pick all this shit up and That's look fucking through dope. all of it together again. Oh yeah. If you read it's, Mariner and then you want to read other comics. That's like the dream. That's I mean, incredible. ideally yeah. like yeah. in the future, I'll yeah. have more of your guys' comics to read. Or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you read other comics and then you want to go and buy Mariner, that's, I guess yeah. that's. However the system works, as long as yeah. you guys are buying Mariner. Yeah. And buying comics. And yeah. yeah. Buy more comics. Hooray for comic. Comic books are great. Hell yeah. We went to a dollar comic book sale today. Uh, Just stood outside with a bunch of other nerds. <laughs> Hell like, yeah. Socially distanced between long boxes. Yeah. Before I have one more on the spot question for you. Um, Let's just remind our uh, listeners real quick where they can pick up Mariner right now, your websites and everything. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So you can get, you can order the book through our websites. Mine is jonathanmarksart.com and it's on Instagram. There's a link to just Jonathan Marks Art. And mine is uh, yo Michael Dean, uh, Y-O-M-I-C-H-A-E-L-D-E-A-N.com is my website. You can buy it there. Um, you can also, that's also my handle for all of my social, Yo Michael Dean for Twitter and Instagram as well. Um, and then, um, it'll be in a few shops around Los Angeles and then, uh, Tucson, some places, but not yet. Amazing. And listeners, if you live in New York, there's a, uh, anywhere in comics and, and desert Island has them up. Hell yeah. That's awesome. And listeners, if you have a copy or when you pick up a copy, please email us. Let us know. Give us your thoughts and your <laughs> yeah. excitement for it. Genuinely, Share too, it we've us. had people tag both of us, yeah. and it's very, it's very exciting to see people's reactions. That's a, especially amazing. if we don't know you. Oh, yeah. yeah, like I don't care that my mom likes the comic book. Of course right. she does. <laughs> I want like if we've never met and you like the comic book, then. Tell us. That's, that's the real yeah. stamp of approval. I'm yeah. kind of the opposite. I just wanted Jonathan's mom to like it. I'm so thrilled that Ursula does. She's so nice. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. So, listeners, also tell, let us know you and tell us let us know your thoughts on it. That is at awcrapahellboypodcast at gmail But also tag them. Share um, your love for this um, comic book. It's one. It's one new favorite. But. Before we wrap up and say good, goodbye for the uh, for today, um, I have a Mike Mignola just called. Oof. And hell, I loved this Mariner so much. I'd like you guys to do a, a short little uh, couple page crossover where Hellboy meets Mariner. What happens? <laughs> Go. <laughs> just fish. Just fish and bird. Only fish. fish and bird. In my mind, Hellboy, Hellboy wakes up on a ship and is so mad and confused that he destroys the ship. <laughs> I love that. Falls into the ocean, swallowed by a whale, Jonah and a whale style. Yep. Oh, uh, I love all of this. <laughs> I don't know what happens after that. I'd buy it. I'd buy, buy it, it and the variant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you sold us immediately. I love that. And Mike Mignola, he just signed off on it. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Yeah. You had him uh, on the phone. <laughs> Mignola, don't call us and just ask us like this. That's so rude. Shoot us an yeah, email. Embarrassing. We keep getting huge influential auteurs like this reaching out to both me and Jonathan. Embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you for answering that silly question. <laughs> thank you. Uh, but uh, for also for your listeners, we'll be posting um, on our, our Instagram, Ah Crap Hellboy Podcast, and Twitter, Ah Crap Hellboy, including if, you, if uh, in our show notes, links to their websites as well on all of those mediums, just so you guys can have a quick link to get to Mariner and buy it and get yourself a copy. So that's for our listeners to know. But uh, all I can do is thank you guys for taking the time out uh, with me and Kate right now to um, speak with us about this great book that you've created. So yeah, thank thanks you. guys. No, oh, thank, thank you so, so much, much for having us. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. yeah. And of course, let's go party. Let's go party. Safely. Yeah, November 7th. Let's, let's go put masks on and dance. Horns. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. And, uh, I'm, I'm very curious to see how much like excited uh, New York honking is in the background of this because I keep hearing it. And yeah. yeah. And it's, it's nice to hear. Yeah, <laughs> definitely nice to hear. I thought it would, it, the headphones would help. Yeah. 
Uh, well, it's good. It's you. good. It's good to it's have good. it for like poster. You know, you want to hear it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. Cool. Fuck yeah. Well, thank you right. again, uh, guys. Thanks so much, Michael. Yeah. Listeners, thank you for tuning in. Go get the Mariner, uh, not the Mariner, but Mariner and an ancient rhyme. Go purchase it. Um, thank you again for listening. And remember, we love you. I've been I've been confident with it lately, and I Jonathan just Jonathan Mark Staravecchio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love great. it. Um, Michael Dane. Yeah, <laughs> Michael just Dane. Cook. All right, let's do it. Ew. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, All right. Whenever. Yeah, we'll take a breath and then we can go. I'm trying to remember how we start this podcast. Hi, I'm Michelle Veray. And I'm Kimberly Trung, and we are the host of Crush Fictionally, a podcast all about your favorite fictional characters from movies, TV shows, and more. Each episode, we pick a theme, curate a list of characters that we love, why we love them, and some fun facts about the people who created them. So if you've ever felt a true connection with a fictional character, tune in to Crush Fictionally on Campfire Media or wherever you find your podcast. Campfire.